Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my vlog, where it's both my mission and my pleasure to highlight my creative journey in hopes of inspiring you, giving you a specific takeaway. All that way, your journey can be at least a little bit easier. Now, before I fully dive into things, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that way you get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So let's get into this. The theme that I want to touch upon is living in the unknown of life. So this is something that I'm truly experiencing in the last couple weeks kind of confronting head on, right? Now, the truth of the matter is we're always living in the unknown. The idea that there's any amount of certainty we have in life is kind of one of the biggest lies we tell ourselves, right? Um, ultimately, we think something is predictable, but, you know, at the same time, no, it's it's not. And we think that if we form everything into this nice presentation and control the various aspects around us, that life will be pleasant and so forth. It's not. And in fact, the... The, the, the magic, right, happens in those unknown places once we step fully into that. And again, you're always in that unknown, but you can either kind of choose to accept it and work with it and, you know, uh, go, go sort of with the flow, even if it doesn't always behoove you, or you can rail against that and be upset by it, right? I think those those are essentially the options. And, you know, for me, I try to now just embrace that, that unknown. And it's scary and messy a lot of times, but as I said, if you do that, that's where the magic happens. So giving you kind of more concrete examples, right? It's It, it kind of goes to this idea of having faith. You know, people... People think faith is kind of static by its very nature, and it's not. To me, stepping into unknown and into the unknown with faith is about taking the necessary action steps and then letting go of the result. Right? That's it. Now, what is the right action step? Well, that that's where it can get complicated. Um, you know, people have different viewpoints on this, but for me, that's kind of the fun aspect is really going with what is honest and what is kind. Um, You know, in the live action Cinderella, one of the repeated lines is have courage and be kind, right? So I think to me, anything along that spirit is the right option. You know, there's a quote in the Huck Finn movie starring Elijah Wood, but at the end, the widow Douglas says, your little heart guided you quite well. And I think it's something like that. You know, we oftentimes just get into this realm, again, because we try to force a certain result that when it's not coming in that way, we get frustrated. But very much so for me in these 
past this past week, you know, I, I saw my mom and it was very much the unknown, you know. Um, I, I asked her to send me an itinerary of what we're gonna do and she's like, I don't have time for that. We'll, we'll just take it that, you know, what will be, will be, and you know, she had her own plan, but you know, she kind of like told it to me, but I didn't really know. I mean, to be honest, she didn't really know. Uh, so talk about just, okay, embrace the unknowns. Um, you know, the same can apply for, uh, you know, love, uh, you know, sticking with the theme of it coming up with Valentine's Day soon, or, you know, certainly your creative projects. You know, now that my second movie is like officially complete in the sense that I've done everything, including all the stuff a distributor needs, you know, from the technical aspects, like all the nitty gritty boring stuff, you know, I can look back on it and talk about stepping into the unknown. You know, this uh, this idea that we're going to film an entire feature film in Colombia, you know, while amidst the pandemic... And we're just going to make it work, right? Um, And so, you know, definitely didn't always turn out well for us in certain moments. But in the end, we just kept working and having that faith, right? Knowing that like, hey, if we just do what is needed, then things will work out for us in some sort of capacity, right? And, And they did, you know? But I also know that can be tiring, you know. Um, I think for artists, right, it's this notion of when will things hit for me? Because especially the ones that are like, you know, really pounding the pavement, so to speak, you know, and I have a lot of friends like this, we share that sentiment of like, it's just hard. And this year in particular, everyone has this fatigue you know we've just been going strong for so long and it's like when will the sailing be smooth and that's part of embracing the unknown is that that may never come you know this may be it and you have to kind of go with that you know and 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 that that, that can be frustrating. I get that, you know? Um, my friend and I, uh, Khalil, we were working on Grammys uh, for, the, for like the Grammy night, and we also do stuff year-round with them, but overall, um, you know, on Grammy night, we were both working. And it was interesting. We, we, we had a moment of just a little bit of downtime, and we are just saying, like, it's interesting, you know? The Grammys is a lot of work. But for us, this is like literally, um, you know, job number three of the day type of thing. Because we've always just got so many different things going on. And in that sense, not necessarily by choice always. Sometimes it's a matter of, okay, in order to fund a project, you have to have the extra cash, um, you know, or whatever else, right? We're trying to, you know, build something whether financially or otherwise, and that takes that amount of work, you know. And it's unfortunate that it, that it does in many ways. Um, you know, modern living in, in, in that way can feel very stressful of 
fact that and especially like right now just to keep afloat it's like you gotta have multiple things going on um, but nonetheless again it's that idea of you can either complain about it or just accept it as it is and, and work with it um, and it's not to say that I just accept things as they are fully you know now as I continue to grow within the areas that I can, and I've been highlighting this up since the start of the year, I don't mind speaking my mind about stuff. And I try to do it, as I said, in a kind and honest way to fix, to enhance, to elevate, you know, whatever the situation calls for those things, right? As I see them and, you know, to the extent that I can, right? Rather than just complain about X, Y, and Z, it's like, where, where can I affect the positive change and, and do it? And, you know, even in that arena, sometimes, you know, I'll speak with various people and they'll say, no, no, I don't, I don't think that's smart, you know? Um, or whatever. And I get where they're coming from, right? It's it, it can be easy to misstep in all facets of life, right? But for me, I know like what they're seeing is essentially limited options, right? Like there's the conventional way and then, you know, there's the unconventional way which leads to bad results. And for me, my, my aim is to always see, okay, what is the third option that doesn't accept, you know, this blindly, you know, just as is, like, how can we affect the change that most of us actually do want, but do it in a way that doesn't yield the bad results. And so in that sense, it's very much problem solving, which is a, a big skill of mine, but I look at it and I think, you know, a lot of times we, we pigeonhole ourselves into thinking, you know, that there's these limited options. And if nothing else, I try to think of the third option, right? In my case, I try to think of the fourth, fifth, sixth, and, and so on option, but like, what is that? What is the right option that no one else has seen, you know? And I, I maybe I challenge myself to do it. Maybe it's just kind of a natural byproduct or whatever, but very much so, you know, that's, that's what I try to do. And it's actually funny because, um, my friend, Danielle Robay, who does the podcast pretty smart and that I work on, she, um, for, as like a holiday gift, she sent me this book called The Third Door, The Wild Quest to Uncover How the world's most successful people launch their careers. And this is by um, Alex um, Benayan, I think. Uh, apologies if I mispronounced that name. But it's interesting, you know, um, sometimes things find you at the right time because very much so for me, you know, this, this had been top of mind. And then to receive this book, like just recently, it, uh, it reaffirms this idea that, that, you know, 
what I intuit is not so crazy. It might seem crazy to the masses overall, but you know, to the people that get it, it's not so crazy and it does work out or can work out. Um, if you embrace it, right? Like that's, that's when we talk about like being in the unknown, it's about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And even when things don't go your way, as long as you handle yourself to the best of your ability, then you have no shame and you can be proud of yourself. And I'm finding that more and more um, as I continue with things. Like, and it's, and it's tough to kind of like fully dissect because it's a lot of things kind of converging all at once, you know, the teachings of a Don Miguel Ruiz, a Stephen Pressfield, a, a Byron Katie, you know, her process of the work of asking, you know, is this true? Is this not true? Like it all converges all at once in any given situation. You know, here's, here's kind of a, an example. A couple weeks ago, um, I was with, with a group of friends and they were like, oh, you know, um, this person, you know, uh, they're coming in with a bad mood of like, whatever. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get that reading, you know? And, and they're like, yeah, yeah, no, no, this person's in a bad mood. So I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe they're seeing something that I'm not seeing. So I asked the person, I was like, hey, is everything okay? Like, you know, and they, they said yes. And, but it's just, and, you know, in that sense, like, yes, they could have been very much lying to me. Um, but I, I don't think they were because I did it in, in a kind of more sort of, I did it in privacy. And, and I also kind of expanded upon it, um, particular to the situation where I like highlighted certain specifics of like, hey, is this, are these things that could be bothering you, you know? Um, cause you seem stressed and the person was like, no, 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 it was just hectic X, Y, and Z, but, but, but I'm, I'm here and, and it's all good. I was like, okay, cool. <clears throat> and for me, again, I have to, whether, I don't know whether or not that's true, but that's what they're telling me that it's true. And so I have to just kind of accept that in a sense, you know, so many people fixate and are affected by it that they then like you know, just hold that and, and, and not like let it affect their mood, but, but they like, you know, keep bringing it up to other people like, oh, this, this person's, a, and it's like, then you're getting away from the enjoyment of the thing. And, you know, ultimately, regardless of whether the person was upset or not, it's like, you know what? And they had a frustrating moment. And if anything, like, Let's all just enjoy the activity that we're a part of. And that'll help, you know, that's what can relieve them of that pain. But to like, just go wildly focused, zero in on this thing. I don't think it was going to be it. Not in that particular situation, at least for me. But again, it, it, was, it was just that kind of ability to you know, take the information, act upon it. But from this place, like, as, as I said, you know, like the Huck Finn quote, you know, you're a little heart guided you quite well. 
And I think a lot of times we do know answers. We just don't listen to ourselves. And a lot of times we actually seek advice from other people. You know, we, we try to offload, you know, hey, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. And in reality, we don't need advice. We actually just need perspective. So I don't think it's wrong to like go to people. But advice looks for an answer. You could also call it a shortcut. Whereas I, you know, sometimes when when the answer doesn't readily present itself to me, to me it's an exploration, right? And that's what I look at it like. And when I talk with my friends, it, it makes their jobs easier because they're just, they don't have to like be under the stress of providing me with here's the answer. It's more of, okay, you know, here's, here's my thoughts on that. And if it fits, it fits. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And vice versa, right? Same thing like when now when people call me, I'm just like, this is based on my own experience or whatever. This is my perspective. So I don't try to give advice. I try to give perspective. So that way they can come to and answer themselves. And most times they kind of know the answer themselves. They just need it reaffirmed in some particular way. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, how do you, how do you talk about the unknown in that way? And, 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 you know, the funny part is with the, the latest film that I am working on, it very much is about seeking a third answer to a very big problem. You know, it's, it's a, allegory or metaphor, you know, for life as all great stories are, you know, like Lord of the Rings is the story of good and evil, right? Um, and, and all the layers therein. And mine tries to tackle, you know, hefty stuff in that way. And that was like, for the longest time, I knew what I wanted to accomplish with the end of this movie but doing so in a very specific and inevitable way was just eluding me. But, you know, for months now, I've been kind of chipping away at it, you know, revising, um, getting feedback from my, my peers. And finally, I'm at the, it just, it just like clicked of like, oh, okay, this, this is it. It's not, I, I, I can, I can see the thing now how I described it within the outline of its current iteration might not be exactly it, but, you know, it was very much, um, you know, we're, we're, we're there. Like I see the light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. And it very much is reflective of this idea of the, of the unknown of life. You know, the question for me as I was working on it was, how do you essentially, because this person, you know, I, th- I, th- I think in life we have this idea that like, we don't know, right? We, we, we try to do the best that we can, but we really don't know. And anyone who says that they know, they don't know, right? But how do you put that into a story? Because a character must take action, <laughs> you know, and it must mean something. The audience has to know what it means. So that became the challenge. And finally, you know, it just, it just really started to kind of click of, okay, you know, because I knew it had to be like a third option, an unseen option. And what is that? And now finally, 
you know, through the whole process, it just all of a sudden it was, it was like a rush and it came into my mind. I was like, Oh, this, this thing that, that, that they're actively, you know, working towards and, and some people are actively working against. Here's how that fits and meshes into a third option. Which in itself is representative of the idea of just keep taking steps forward, right? You're not always going to get it perfect. But if you keep taking, you know, what are genuine steps of action, you'll get to a place where, you know, it might not always work out, but, but it's okay, right? You can be proud of yourself in that way. Yeah, so that's kind of what it's been like. It's it's a it's a very as I say, it's a both a magical and a messy place to occupy. Like it can be really scary <laughs> at times, right? Because you're putting yourself out there in phone vulnerability. But what you're really doing is you're fully living. You know, and it, it, Something I talk a lot about is this idea of ideas. You know, a lot of people have ideas. And they think these are ideas are great. Well, we don't know that. Because an idea has to be expressed. Right? If it's an idea for a movie, okay, it has to be written at the very least. Right? If it's a product, it has to be, you know, go through prototype and so forth. But in our minds, an idea is perfect. And so our fearful self doesn't want to let go of that idea. And we hide behind this notion that someone will steal the idea because it's so good. They're not going to steal the idea. Let them steal the idea, you know? Um, Because no one's going to execute it in the same way as you. It's only in the execution we start to, you know, an idea of a story many times is riddled with cliché. When it comes to an idea about a product, you know, we think that it can be made and it's only like in creating it that we start to learn all the shortcomings of that actual idea. So we have to, we have to work through that. And it's only through the action that our talent exposes itself. You know, I talked about this last time, but, you know, people give credence to you know, art being the doing of things. And it's it's twofold now as I see it. The real art is the observation. Observation of the world, seeing something and wanting to express it. And then expressing it is an act of craftsmanship, right? You, you know, whether you're a painter, if you're a writer, then, you know, your words, right? So you're a wordsmith, um, stuff like that, right? And both are necessary I think sometimes, you know, people, like, both have to work in tandem to, at, across, like, the whole facet, right? You know, you're not just done just because you have an observation. And then to just 
create something without observation also doesn't work. So that's that's how I look at things, you know, um, strange as it may be. Something kind of sort of related to all this, or maybe not, but I wanted to talk about it all the same is, you know, I was in a therapy session with you know, my therapist, obviously, and, you know, I was joking with him about, I'm writing a nonfiction book about filmmaking, and in particular chronicling, you know, the steps I took and, and how others can apply it uh, with my first movie. And that was four years ago. But in many ways, even though it's a nonfiction book, I'm like, you know, writing about that version of me is like getting into the mind of a fictional character because it's so far gone from who I am today <laughs> that I have to literally put myself in that mindset of what I once was. And I know the, out you know, in that sense, I know the outcome, <laughs> right? The movie got made. But in terms of making it compelling and drawing out those lessons, I have to put myself into that mindset of the unknown because I didn't know how things would turn out when I first said about that movie. And even when I like completed it, you know, we were, it was all still very new to me overall, right? I mean, we were in the pandemic, so like the whole film festival circuit <laughs> was totally different. And no, you know, we all had to adapt. And by stepping into that and feeling what I felt then, I can bring my story to life and help pave the path for other filmmakers. You know, that's the goal of the book. So yeah, that's kind of what to me has really been all about, you know, just just doing what you can to the best of your ability and adjusting accordingly however life comes at you, you know? So one last thing before I leave you, um, which I know this was kind of like a very heady episode. Um, and in the coming weeks, or certainly next week, will be a lot more tangible because I'll be back to, you know, writing and, and developing um, various things. So I'll have more concrete stuff. But, um, but to make up for that um, this week, I am releasing some how-to videos or at least behind-the-scenes looks um, of my second movie and, you know, how I made certain choices and yada, yada, yada. Um, so, you know, you can look forward to that. Um, also, I do want to mention uh, my Patreon page, patreon.com slash philsvitek. It's a way to not only support me, there's only one tier, it's $10 a month, but, you know, the benefit for you is that you get, um, you know, behind behind the scenes access and more specifically, you, you get the opportunity to interact with me on a more one-on-one um, -on -one level, right? I think, you know, these free episodes are great because, of course, you can comment or hit me up on social media, but there, you know, uh, 
among one of the things I do a monthly Q and A, uh, you know, a live session, you know, it's basically a zoom and we chat and we go over, you know, your stuff and things like that. So check it out if that's of interest. But anyway, um, one thing I want to leave you on is, you know, how, how you start your day is, is important, right? A lot of people talk about this and, you know, for me, it's one of the reasons, like I always joke that I don't like coffee. I prefer orange juice instead. I'd be like, really? I'm like, yeah, because OJ looks like sunshine in a cup versus coffee just looks dark and bitter and yeah, unappealing. But what's also funny is um, one of my mom's friends, you know, he starts his day by watching stand-up comedy and he's always laughing. And she's, you know, she was pointing out how like, that seems like a, a smart idea, you know, like you start your day on a, on a bright note. And I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, you know what? I kind of, for me, when I eat breakfast, I watch sitcoms because they're short enough to like, you know, get through in a, in a quick amount of time. And yeah, it has that effect for me of like, yeah, the, the, you know, watching them makes me feel good. So, you know, something to it about just, you know, it could be those specifics, but just in general of like how to start your day off on the right foot, so to speak, right? And, and really considering what that might mean for you, I think is important. So I wanted to kind of end with that for you. Anyway, thank you take, for taking the time to tune in. Um, I truly do appreciate you. As always, comment down below or hit me up on social media with any questions, thoughts, or topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Um, I truly do appreciate you and hope to see you next time.